Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about secrets and lies. Communication is more than just having conversations. It has some nuances. It has some different aspects to it. One of those is sometimes people don't tell you everything. Sometimes they have secrets that they don't want to tell and sometimes people tell you things that aren't true. Sometimes people lie to you. Uh so in this English lesson, I'm going to go over some words and phrases related to the topic of secrets and lies. This isn't a lesson where I teach you how to lie. I think most people are truthful but I think everyone tells lies every once in a while and that's kind of on you to decide when you do that and when you don't. Um but we'll start by talking a little bit about secrets. Different words and phrases related to secrets. Things that you don't want to tell people and then we'll spend some time talking about lies after that. Before we get started though, I do want to welcome any everybody everybody here. Tony is here. Sam the Taiwanese. Key Park. Lolly Lolly. Patana. John Chu is here. Uh, Eugene from Etobicoke. Anuat. I know Mode Eggs is here. Wanda Prado is here. Rod, of course, and Brent from American English with this guy are both here. Key Park, but I think I mentioned him already. Vito, Judith, so many familiar names in the chat. Uh, Yaroslaw is here as well and Yaroslaw had a question and it was, does becoming a member on Patreon make me a member on YouTube? Now, Yaroslav, it doesn't. So, they're not connected. So, if you were hoping that would happen, I think you could still uh, get a refund for your Patreon membership. Um but yeah, they're not connected. Sorry, that doesn't uh, the two systems do not interconnect. Anyways, before we get the lesson started, remember the chat wherever it is on your screen is best used for English conversations between yourself and the other people who are there. If you have a question, Todd will share the link. Um and if you uh ask a question using the link, I will try to get to it during this lesson. Usually on Fridays, I get through all of the questions but we'll see. But let's get started. A secret. A secret is something that you know that you don't tell anyone else. A secret can be shared between one or two or three or more people. So, sometimes people will have a secret and they'll share that secret with a friend. So, maybe um my brother and I have a secret. Maybe we're planning a party for somebody but it's a secret. So, we know that we're doing it but we do not talk about it openly. We do not tell other people what we are doing or what we are thinking. So, it is a secret. Secrets can be uh for good things and also for bad things. Sometimes people have secrets that they keep because they just don't want people to know certain things about their lives. Maybe they're things that happened to them when they were younger. Maybe they're things that they did. Maybe they uh participated in criminal activity and they want to keep that a secret. Hopefully, no one did that. Hopefully, no one was um a thief in their youth and is now keeping that a secret. So, I just used the phrase to keep a secret probably one or two times in that explanation. This is how we talk about what you do with a secret. You keep the secret, okay? It's kind of a funny verb because to keep usually refers to physical things but you keep a secret. When you keep a secret, it means you don't tell anyone what the secret is. Sometimes before people tell you something, they'll say, hey, can you keep a secret? And what they're saying is, are you able um to make sure you don't tell anyone else 
what I'm going to tell you in a moment. Can you keep a secret? So, the phrase we use when we're talking about secrets is the phrase to keep a secret. I'm really good at keeping secrets. If someone tells me something and says, can you keep this a secret? It's no problem for me. It's very easy for me to keep a secret. Some people can't say that. For some people, uh you say, hey, can you keep a secret? They say yes and then you tell them something and then they go and tell someone right away because they can't keep a secret. Sometimes people do things in secret. When you do something in secret, it means you do it without other people knowing it. So, in our area of Ontario, Canada, sometimes people grow a certain kind of plant in their house in secret. A plant that is illegal, a plant that they grow and harvest and sell and then eventually people will smoke that plant and they do it in secret because it's illegal to grow a certain number of those plants. So, when you do something in secret, you do it behind closed doors. That's another phrase. You do it where someone can't see you. You do it so that whatever you're doing is a secret instead of being public knowledge. Public knowledge would be the opposite of a secret. Sometimes governments have papers and they mark them top secret. Maybe you've watched a spy thriller. Maybe you've watched a James Bond movie in the past. Often in a James Bond movie, he'll be trying to get some documents that are top secret documents. He'll be looking for documents that have been stamped and say top secret on them um because that's what spies do I guess. I guess they go around looking for top secret documents. So, when something is top secret, it means that it's a government document or even a project. There could be a top secret project um and it means that not No one is allowed to know about it unless the government says they can. It's top secret. When I was a kid, we often had secret hideouts. A secret hideout when you're a kid is like a little fort that you build under a table, maybe with some blankets. We used to build secret hideouts in the haymow of our barn. We would use bales of hay to build forts and secret hideouts. In movies, sometimes criminals will have a secret hideout. So, they'll commit a crime and then they'll drive really fast and they'll go to their secret hideout. This is the place where they um count the money they stole or other things and it is a place that the police don't know about it uh, about because it is a secret. So, they have a secret hideout. I think you recognize this guy. Um Superman has a secret identity. Superman's secret identity is Clark Kent. So, he has a secret identity. People don't know that he is Superman. Um so, he keeps just a minute. Let me check something for a minute. Um I want to make sure of something. All of the sudden, I was unsure of secret identity. (laughs) Secret identity is a person's alter ego which is not known to the general populace. Most often used in fiction for yes, excellent. So, Superman's secret identity is not Clark Kent. Clark Kent is his public facing identity but his secret identity is Superman. Hopefully, I got that right. I think you understood my uh fumbled explanation of secret identity. Secret recipe. So, sometimes people make things. They'll bake a cake or they'll cook something in a certain way and when you say, how did you make this? They'll say, oh, it's a secret recipe. Um, it might be a family recipe. That's another good word for it. But the best example I could think of was KFC. So, KFC has a secret recipe. You can't just go into a KFC and say, this chicken is really good. 
Can you tell me how to make it? Can you give me the recipe? Because they'll say, no, no, that's a secret recipe. No one's allowed to know this recipe. I don't know if it's seven herbs and spices or eleven herbs and spices but it is a secret recipe. No one else is allowed to know about it. Sometimes a sports team will have a secret weapon. Um so secret weapon sounds like a military term and it can be. An army can have a weapon and it's a secret weapon. The enemy doesn't know about it but it's probably more commonly used to talk about someone like this. This is Fred Van Fleet. He plays for the Toronto Raptors. When he first started playing, he was kind of their secret weapon because other teams didn't know how good he was at shooting a three-point shot or at stealing the ball from the other team. So, they knew he was a good player but he was kind of a secret weapon. There were things about him that made him a really, really good basketball player. You might have a secret admirer. So, a secret admirer is someone who likes you usually in a romantic way but doesn't tell you who they are. So, this can either be kind of cool or it can be a little bit creepy. When something's creepy, it means it, you're like you don't like it but let's say at work or maybe you're a university student. Someone keeps sending you little cards. You keep finding little cards or they come in the mail or someone keeps giving you little gifts and you don't know who they're from but they all say things like, I think you're an awesome person. I think you're beautiful. I think you're handsome. Um that would be a secret admirer. So, a secret admirer is someone who likes you. Someone who thinks you're very attractive. Someone who lets you know via little notes or gifts but doesn't tell you who they are. So, maybe you have a secret admirer at work. Maybe you have a secret admirer at school. I don't know. It's possible. Um and again, it can either be something where you are flattered. When you're flattered, it you kind of smile and you feel happy and good about it or it can be a little bit creepy where you're another term would be weirded out because someone keeps sending you gifts and you don't know who they are. I think I might be weirded out if I had a secret admirer. Sometimes companies will have what's called a trade secret. So, a trade secret is a way of doing something or a way of making something that a company doesn't want other businesses or companies to know, okay? So, a trade secret might be a car manufacturer makes the way their um their dashboard works works in a certain way but it's a trade secret. They don't want other companies to know how they do it. The way that Tesla makes batteries. They have a special process that they use to make car batteries. It's probably a trade secret. They don't want other companies to know how they make those batteries. Actually, I think Tesla doesn't care though. So, don't don't quote me on that. That was just an example for an English lesson. And then secret code. I put the answer to the secret code. I shouldn't have done that but a secret code is when you mix the letters of the alphabet up or you use a special chart to write something that looks like gibberish. So, gibberish is just something that words that don't make sense but if you know the code, this is a reverse alphabet code, you can uh you can decipher the secret code. So, this is a secret code. Kids sometimes use secret codes and then spies use secret codes. I think those would be the two people that use secret codes. And then let's do one more and we'll get to some questions. 
deep dark secret. So, sometimes a building might hold a deep dark secret. Maybe years ago, there was a really horrific crime in a building and most people have forgotten about it. You could say, oh, I'm not gonna buy that building because it it holds a deep dark secret. Um someone, maybe someone was murdered there years ago or maybe something else happened there that was really bad. So, it's a deep dark secret. Sometimes families might have a deep dark secret. I don't know why we use deep and dark but it's the kind of secret that people would be ashamed of or they just don't want to talk about. So, I have no deep dark secrets just so you know Um, but I think when people decide to run for office, if they wanna be mayor or president or prime minister, sometimes the news, the journalist will find out that there's a deep dark secret uh, about that person that they didn't want the world to know about and kind of stops them from getting into office. But hey, let's look at some questions. That's what we should be doing. Um let me see if I can get the first question on the screen. Um <laughs> sorry. Mode says, hi, Mr. Bob. Judging by the thumbnail, I'd say you ate the last cookie. Did you do it, Mr. Bob? You can confide that to me. Don't worry. My lips are sealed. Have a great day. So, one of the secrets to being healthy is walking a lot and not eating too much. I haven't actually walked all week. I haven't gone for a walk for actually no, I went yesterday but I haven't before that, I hadn't walked since the Friday before. As some of you know, I had some technical issues. Uh, I actually uh, had a really crazy week. It was my first week of summer vacation and I spent a lot of time fixing computers um and just making sure things work together. I'm still catching up on some of my YouTube work as you may have noticed from my second channel not having a video yet today. That will be up in just a bit. But yes, I've been eating too much and not walking enough. Let's see here. Um Ruslan has the next question. By the way, hi to the 413 people watching. Uh if you're new here, don't forget to click that red subscribe button. I guess it's right here now, isn't it? It's really close to me. Can't get my fingers in the right spot. Here we go. Right there. There. There's a red subscribe button. You should click it and you will get notified when I put a new lesson out. Uh Ruslan, hello dear teacher Bob. We have a saying in 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 Russia, a babbler is a godsend for a spy and tell in secret to the whole world and tell secrets to the whole world. Do you have something similar in Canada? No, but we wouldn't I don't think we would use the term babbler. What would we say for someone um yeah, someone who can't keep Yeah, we would just say don't trust that person. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe Brent knows of a term. There is a term for someone who kind of runs off at the mouth. Someone who just can't stop talking. Um so, that's a good phrase and I think we have a similar term in English. It's just not coming to mind right now. Judith says, hi, Bob. Have a great weekend. What kinds of idioms do you know about lies and secrets? There are a few. Um I think I'm gonna do a few at the end. So, I'm gonna talk about things like you're lying to yourself and to stretch the truth and lying through their teeth. So, I'm gonna leave those explanations to later, Judith. Um but I will get to them in the regular part of the lesson uh once I get through a few more terms. Let's see here. Yaroslav, how to describe someone who can keep a secret trustworthy. 
you would say that they are trustworthy. Jen is very trustworthy. If I tell Jen a secret, she can keep a secret. She's reliable, trustful, and secure. We would say trustworthy. Yeah. You could say trustful but I think trustworthy is the best use. And what to call how to call a person a liar without insulting him or well that's difficult. If you know the answer to that, I would like to know. In English and I think in many other languages, we usually just present another alternative. Like the way I see it, like if someone said, um I didn't take the last cookie. I might say, you know, the way I see it, there were two cookies left. Now, there's none and you were the only one in the house. So, the way I see it, it must have been you. So, you you kind of soften your approach a little bit when you're accusing someone. Henry from Taiwan. Hi, teacher Bob. Have you ever heard the phrase liar, liar, pants on fire? It's in my slides and it's a phrase that kids used when I was a kid. I'm not sure if kids use it still but children will often When I was a kid, children would often say, you're a liar, 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 pants on fire and then they would just yell that if someone was uh, a liar. Let's see here. Um I'm gonna skip the next question because it's not on topic. Well, let's answer it. Arthur says, hello, teacher Bob. Can you explain for me the word acknowledge? I've looked it up in many dictionaries but I can't figure out what it really is. Have a good day. When you acknowledge someone, it means you recognize them. When you acknowledge something, it means you agree with it or think it's true. Like I would acknowledge that um the weather outside today is very dismal. I would acknowledge that. It's like a formal way of saying I agree. I I think it is true that the weather is dismal today. Okay. Island Resort. Hi, teacher Bob. You are a good teacher but can you tell me, little fix there, what is the difference between secret identity and secret admirer? So, a secret identity is the identity of someone usually a superhero that people don't know about. Okay? So, they have a secret identity. A secret admirer is someone that likes someone else. Maybe they know them socially. Maybe from school. Maybe from work and they they like them and they send them things once in a while. Although, you can have, I should have mentioned this. You can have a secret admirer that doesn't ever send you cards or little gifts. You can have someone where you don't even know but they actually really like you and you just never know about it. That can happen too. Uh let's see here. Um Giovanni says, good morning, sir. I like watching videos about UFOs and ET or extraterrestrials but I wonder if the US keeps a secret hidden from us. What do you think about it? Have a good weekend, Bob. I have seen some strange things in the night sky but I don't think they're UFOs. I don't think they're extraterrestrials. I really am not sure but I know many people think that the US government has um hidden uh and kept secrets from people about extraterrestrials. I'm not sure. Um I'm not sure if it's true. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think there's extraterrestrials. I think if there were, wouldn't they have visited by now maybe? I don't know. Uh let's see. I'm gonna skip the next question. <laughs> this is a good one. Hoon Kim, do you have a top secret personally? So, do I have a deep dark secret? Do I have a secret that I don't tell any of you? Uh no. I don't really have any secrets. I pretty much just say what I think. When you're a person who says what they think, you don't necessarily have a lot of secrets, okay? So, if you were to say, do you secretly um hate your job? No, I like my job. Do you secretly wish you were a rock star? 
maybe a little bit that would have been fun but anyways let's move on um oh this is a good one i forgot this word says mitha says hi bob can you spell out the meaning of confide and how it can be used properly um let's see also i latch on to what it means it is still chaotic to me thank you when you confide in someone it means you're telling them personal things about yourself possibly secrets okay so jen and i often confide in each other because we're a married couple and we're spouses we trust each other and so if there's something bothering me i will confide in jen i will say you know at work this happened to me and i didn't really like it i don't think i was treated well i will tell jen things that i won't tell other people we confide in each other so it doesn't always have to be secrets but when you confide in someone you're willing to have deeper conversations about things that are happening in life. Let's see here. So, Hiroyuki says, greetings from Japan, Bob. How does it say, how does someone say, how does it say someone with a secret? Oh, how do you describe someone with a secret? You would just say someone who has a secret. You know, he has a secret. There's a, if it's a, like a deep dark secret, you would say, well, he has a, there's a deep dark secret there. He has a deep dark secret. Um, that's, I think, how I would describe it. Someone with a secret. Let's get back to the lesson though. Let me check where I'm at. We're doing A-okay. Secret Santa. So, every year, um, well, not every year, but sometimes at work, we have what's called Secret Santa. So, secret Santa is something that people do sometimes in a workplace, sometimes with their family where everyone puts their name on a piece of paper in a hat and you pick a name and then you have to secretly buy gifts for that person. Maybe one, maybe two, maybe three gifts. Um when we do it at work, sometimes it's a like three gifts throughout the week before Christmas. So, everyone picks a name. And you secretly give gifts to that other person for a few days. So, when we do secret Santa, I don't know who my secret Santa is. I just know in my mailbox at work, I get a gift every couple of days. At the end of the week, everyone reveals usually with their last gift. They put their name on it so you know who your secret Santa was. It's really fun to do. We do it sometimes with family as well. Where you get a gift from someone and you don't know who it is until they eventually tell you. So, my house does not have any secret passages. A secret passage, we also say secret passageway. Um so, John Fay, let's get John Fay to make sure he's not spamming. There we go. Thanks. Thanks, Todd. Um a secret passage is like a tunnel or a hallway that only the owner of the house knows about. There are many castles in Europe that have secret passages or secret passageways. They have little places where if you move a bookcase or if you open a secret door in the wall, there's like a tunnel or a hallway you can go through. There is a secret passage. Again, my house does not have any secret passages. When I was a kid though, I wished we had a secret passage underground from the house to the barn because it would be really cold outside and it would be fun to be able to just walk through a little secret passage to get there but we didn't. Um so, here's a few phrases about secrets before we get to lies. 
you often will say to someone, wait, I think I only have one phrase. Just this phrase. You might say to someone, your secret is safe with me. So, if someone says, can you keep a secret and you say, yes, I can keep a secret and then the person tells you a secret, you might say, don't worry, your secret is safe with me. If you say that, it means that you will not tell anyone that person's secret. It's really nice when um if you need to tell someone a secret and they say, don't worry, your secret is safe with me. Um it's nice to know that. It's very reassuring. A lie. So, we've talked about secrets. Let's talk about lies. A lie is something that is not true. A lie is something that can be very hurtful to people. Sometimes people will just make things up. They will just think of something that isn't true and they will tell it to people as if it is true, okay? One example would be this. Every once in a while, someone will buy flowers maybe and then they'll say, I already paid you and it's like a little confusing because you're like, no, I don't think you paid us yet and so, a lie would be something you make up maybe for your own advantage. Sometimes, people will be speeding and then when a police officer pulls them over, they say, I wasn't speeding and the police officer will know they're lying because they'll have their radar gun and it will have the speed on it. So, a lie is anytime you say something that isn't true. You tell a lie. Um so, you can lie or you can tell a lie. This is Pinocchio. I don't know if you know about Pinocchio but Pinocchio was a wooden boy whose nose would grow every time he told a lie. So, when you lie, it means you are saying something that isn't true. When you tell a lie, it means you're saying something that isn't true. If I said Oscar can talk, Oscar can speak English. Oscar's my dog by the way. You you would know that I am lying. You would know that I am telling a lie because dogs don't talk. Although, sometimes you can tell from the look on his face what he wants. That's not a lie. That's true. Uh there was a movie a long time ago called Liar Liar. So, a liar is a person who lies a lot, okay? So, if you say, oh, that guy's such a liar or she is a liar. Don't believe anything she says. This is the word we use to describe someone who lies a lot. People tend to either be mostly trustworthy and maybe lie a little bit or they're just liars and they lie all the time. Sometimes people will start to think a politician is a liar. Uh that a politician just lies. Anytime they are talking, they are lying but a liar is a person uh who tells lies. You would say they are a liar. It's not a nice term. You don't want to say, you know, that's a lie. You're a liar uh, because it's not a very nice term. Um just one sec here. My camera did something funny. Okay, there it's back. Good. Um now my mic stand is moving. Uh but you have this word if you want to say someone is a liar. Um Tony Wang, thank you so much for the super chat. Hello, Bob. We love you from Taiwan. Thank you so much, uh Tony uh for the super chat and for supporting me on this channel. You're awesome. Nice work. Um when you talk about lying, the opposite is to tell the truth. So, if you tell a lie or if you lie, you are saying something that is untrue and when you say something that is true, you tell the truth. Sometimes criminals will lie in court and then eventually they will tell the truth. After someone asks them a lot of questions, they might decide to tell the truth. So, the opposite of lying is to tell the truth. 
we have something called a little white lie. A little white lie is a lie that you tell that doesn't really cause any harm or hurt anyone's feelings. A good example would be this. Maybe your friend texts you or your friend calls you on their phone and you don't answer or you don't respond for a day. When you do talk to them again, you might lie and say, oh, I would have called you back earlier but the battery on my phone was dead or I would have texted you back but my phone was dead. We would call that a little white lie. It's a lie that it's probably it's not good to lie but it's a lie that didn't really cause any harm. It and I don't know why people do it but people tell little white lies all the time. So, as opposed to a big lie that might be very hurtful or damaging, a little white lie is just a simple lie that humans do. I don't know why. Sometimes we just lie the way it is. A fib is very similar. Uh, A fib is a little lie that it's not totally a lie. It might be a little bit truthful. A good example would be this. If someone says, Um, you said you were going to pick me up at nine. Are you on your way? And if you say, yeah, I'll be there in five minutes but you know it's gonna be more like ten minutes, we would consider that like a little fib. So, a fib is similar to a little white lie. We we could use both words interchangeably. It's a small lie that you tell um that doesn't really do any damage or hurt anybody's feelings. A falsehood on the other hand is the formal way of talking about a lie especially if you make it to like the police or in court. So, a falsehood is like saying like in this example, if someone was drinking and driving and then when the police came, if the police came a long time after the accident and the person said, I wasn't drinking and driving, that would be a falsehood. So, in the court of law or when you're officially Uh, lying in an official place, we would call it a falsehood. We don't use the word falsehood very often. It's a very old word. There's also something called a half-truth. So, a half-truth would be something where part of the lie is true and so, you can kind of exaggerate a little bit. A good example of this would be if you're late for work and it was snowing a little bit, you could say, oh, it was the roads were really bad on the way to work. Okay, you could say, I was in a traffic jam. I'm late for work because I was in a traffic jam. I'm late for work because the weather was bad. So, it's already snowing a bit. Maybe you're late for work for other reasons but when you get there, you tell a half truth. So, something that's sort of true and you exaggerate a bit and it's sort of a lie. A pack of lies. So, a pack of lies is when someone uh, tries to convince you to do something and they use um just multiple a good example is this if your cousin said give me a hundred dollars and in a week I'll double your money and they're just telling you about this scheme you would say it's just a pack of lies so a pack of lies is like one lie on top of another that people might use to try and get you to do something that they want you to do let's look at a few more questions folks as we're doing that I want to say hi to the 475 people watching Uh, Hi, good to see you here. Don't forget to click this red subscribe button if you're new here and if you really wanna support my channel, click the join button below. What we're going to do now is we're going to move into oh, I don't think I linked the form question in the anyways, I'm off topic. 
Uh, what we're gonna do now is we're going to move into members only chat mode. Give me one second to set that up and there we go. They kind of moved some things around here in the YouTube panel. It is now members only chat mode. I will be answering questions from here but also directly from members in the chat. So, let me get the next question on the screen. Sophie says, hi, Bob. Thanks a lot. What about a loose cannon? So, a loose cannon is someone maybe at work or someone you know who just says stuff all the time. Maybe you can't trust them with a secret but maybe they also do things they're not supposed to do. Maybe the boss says, you know, don't do these three things. A loose cannon might do them anyways. So, a loose cannon is someone who doesn't obey the rules or agreements at work or other places. Lolly says, I am a secret person. It's a white lie. <laughs> Bodag says to Brent, yeah, tell me more secrets about the perfect child's past. What also did your grandmother used to say? Yes, Brent had a perfect childhood. That's that's his uh deep dark secret. He, that his childhood was perfect. Key Park, I have something not so good and not so bad and I'm not sure it is a, is it a secret. I just don't wanna tell anybody. If you, if there's something in your life that you just don't like to talk about, you would probably call it a secret. It might even be something good. Like maybe you have a good memory of something from a childhood but you don't like to talk about it with people because even though it's a happy memory, it might make you sad. So, definitely, you could have that. Let's see here. Vin says, I think you should make the exercises for us. You know, there's a lot of different ways to learn English. Um the way I've chosen to teach English is to simply give lessons. I don't have a lot of time to start an online language school or to create lots of exercises for people. Uh it would be great, Vin, if I had time to do that but all I do is provide the lessons and what you guys do with it is up to you. By the way, making your own exercises from my lessons is actually a good way to learn English too. Prent says to Bodegs, yes, I was an adorable child. Every parent's dream. Yes. We have one child who when they were young didn't cry a lot and we thought that was normal and then some of our younger kids cried a lot more when they were babies. So, we had we had one perfect child. I won't mention who it was because my children might watch this. Uh let's see here. Ario says, hola, Mr. Bobby. How are you? I'm good, Ario. My question is, do you have a secret admirer? Me, I don't have one. I don't think I have a secret admirer. It's usually considered, you know, not very polite to admire someone who's already married or dating someone else. I'm sure when I was younger, there were probably people who uh were my secret admirers maybe. I don't know. I was kind of oblivious to all of that when I was younger. Uh let's see here. Um maybe this is why there's not as many questions. Fyodor says, hello, Bob. This time, I couldn't find the link to the questions in the video's description but only in the chat. Is it a secret or a lie? Yeah, you are. (laughs) You're telling the truth. I forgot to add the link to the description. It's there now, by the way. Um you might have to refresh your screen. So, it wasn't a secret. It was just something I forgot to do. Anyway, hi, teacher Bob. Do you consider your salary a secret to your coworkers? Thanks. Yes. So, I don't know how it is in other parts of the world. In Canada, we don't usually talk about how much we make. Okay? Especially if you have a job where you're paid a salary each year. So, we'll say things like 
does teaching pay well? And someone might say, yeah, it's not too bad or no, not really or yes, it's a good salary but we don't often share the exact dollar figure. Like if someone said, how much money do you make in a year? That would be considered kind of a rude question, okay? We will ask people how much they make per hour if they have a job where they're paid hourly. How much do you get an hour? But we usually don't say how much do you make in a week? It's considered I guess a secret, yes. Mode eggs. Hi again, mister Bob. Thanks to your new camera, I can see those fiery blue eyes matching the blue in your shirt. Great look all around. Believe me, this ain't uh, isn't a white lie. Yeah, I'm happy with the camera too. It's I I've been happy all around. I'm looking forward to getting better at using them. You could tell by video on my second channel earlier this week. When I got inside on the computer, it was overexposed. I let too much light in the camera. So, I'm still learning a little bit but hey, learning's always fun. Uh let's see here. Um Maria C. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? I have a question but not on the topic. I just wanna know how are you coping with the extremely high temperatures in Canada? I've heard that they almost reach 50 degrees Celsius. So, Canada is a big country. I live kind of in the middle towards the east coast, okay? Brent from American English with this guy lives closer to the east coast of the United States. Both Brent and I are fi- far away from this heat wave that's hitting the upper United States and the western coast of Canada. Um so, in British Columbia, temperatures soared to over 45 degrees Celsius and I think in the state of Washington as well. There was just this extreme extremely high heat. So, I'm doing fine because in my area of Canada, we are not in the same heat wave. It's uh, actually like 3000 kilometers to the west of us. Very, very far away. Rod, Mr. Bob, would you consider a stalker and a wishy-washy fit the topic? I have a wonderful Friday. So, a stalker is like a secret admirer that you don't want. Someone who's like very, very interested in your life and you don't want them to be. Eventually, you will call the police if you have a, a stalker. Someone who's wishy-washy, ah, that would just be someone who can't make decisions or keeps changing their mind. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to a movie. No, I'm not gonna go to a movie. Maybe I'll go to a movie. If you go, I'll go but maybe I don't wanna go. So, someone who's wishy-washy has trouble deciding. Uh let's see here. Norma, my belief is that everybody keeps a secret and never reveals it. Probably. Everyone has some secrets somewhere. Uh Sergey says, hello, Bob from Belgrade. Look, Look, you stream together with my kids. Oh, watching your stream together with my kids. Best regards, Natalia. Very cool. I'm glad. Hi, everybody and hi to your kids too. Um Brent from American English with this guy says to Anuat, that's a great question. I know where I live, teacher salaries are public knowledge because we are paid with local taxes. We just don't talk about it with each other. Yes, it's not very common. Like, I'll talk with my brothers and sisters about what we make but I wouldn't talk with my friends about what I make. I would describe it vaguely like, oh, it's I get paid well. It's a nice job or, oh, you know, I could use a raise. Um Sam the Taiwanese. Hi, teacher Bob. Do Canadians keep a secret when they win a big lottery? No, you can't in Canada. So, if you win the lottery, uh you automatically um also agree to have your picture in the newspaper. Um if you win a small amount, you don't. But part of winning a lottery in Canada of any amount is that you agree that they can put your picture in the paper and say, you know, Bob the Canadian won ten dollars at the local corner store. <laughs> um so, no, it's not a secret. It can't it can't be. But you know what's cool? In Canada, 
if you win the lottery, you don't pay income tax on it. Whereas, I think in the states, if you win the lottery, you have to pay tax on your winnings. Modags, how often do you use the word divulge compared to reveal or disclose? You will use it, yeah. Could you you don't wanna divulge your secrets? So, yes. I think it's used probably more like if you're reading a book and they're describing a character who too easily divulged secrets. You would see it there. In everyday speech, I don't think we use it a lot. We would just say, oh, that guy keeps telling secrets. Like, I told him a secret and he keeps telling other people. He can't keep a secret. Um, Muhammad says, hello, dear teacher Bob. Hi, Muhammad. Samra says to American, this guy, English with this guy all as well. Samuel Chen, hi, teacher Bob. I think we sometimes tell lies when people ask, how are you? Hope you have a nice Friday and weekend. Yes. It's very common no matter how you're feeling to reply to the question, how are you with, uh, how are you? Oh, good or fine or things are going good even if they're not because and I think this is common around the world. We don't easily share how we are actually feeling with people we work with or run into every day. We'll share how we're feeling with people we trust. There might be one or two people at work where if they say, how are you? I'll actually tell them how I'm feeling. If Jen says, how are you? I will actually tell her how I'm feeling. But most people, especially if I run into someone at the grocery store, I'll just say, yeah, good. How are you? And maybe it's not true. Uh, let's see here. Modag. So, a wishy-washy person is an indecisive person. Yes, definitely. A wishy-washy person is someone who has trouble deciding. Let's get the official. Uh, let's see. Lack of strength or boldness when making decisions. That's what it says for wishy-washy. Maria, I'm glad you're not having the heat wave in your city then, Bob. Do you secretly support some team in the Euro Cup and the Copa America? I don't know if you like soccer anyways. I haven't watched any soccer. If I was to support a team, I think I would have to support, uh, would have had to support France or Holland. Um, My parents originally came from Holland and I really like France. So, if I had to choose, that's who I would choose. I hope I didn't offend anybody. I know soccer fans, football fans are very passionate about their teams. Maybe I should have told a little white lie. I should have said, I support all teams. I support all football teams. That would be a little white lie though. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Mr. Bob, do you describe yourself as a reticent person? Not really. I think I would describe myself as cautious, okay? I think I would describe myself as I'm someone who likes to, yeah, I like to think about what I'm going to tell people before I tell them. Uh, we should get a definition of reticent for people. Um, a reticent person does is not quick to say how they're feeling or what they're thinking about. So, let's get let's get the official definition for everybody. Here we go. Reticent. Not revealing one's thoughts or feelings readily. So, someone who is reticent. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm reticent but I would say I think before I speak. Let's put it that way. Uh, let's see here. Um, thanks, Brent, for the comments. Brent says, yeah, if you win the lottery in the US, I think you pay a little over a third back in taxes. Yes, that's unfortunate. Brent, when I was in college, I won $10,000 worth of stuff from a radio station. I had to sell some of it just to pay the taxes. Oh, that's not fun. And Modag says, France and the Netherlands are already out. So, now I can tell a little white lie. I am cheering for all the teams. Who are playing football. See, that's a little white lie because 
I'm not actually doing that and I'm not actually even watching football. I should watch some. Maybe I'll do that. Um, Allez les Bleus, says Lolly. Maria C says, both teams are out of the Euro Cup though. Yeah, that's why I asked you if you secretly supported one team. And Mode Egg says, you explained reticent in your video where you made funny faces. Ah, yes. That was a fun video, by the way. Hey, I'm gonna turn uh, members only chat off. I think I spent a little bit too much time but it's always fun to chat with my members. So, let me turn that off and let's uh, let's get this lesson wrapped up in the next few minutes. By the way, thanks to all of you who are members. Let me go back to this screen. Thanks to all of you who are members. If you don't know what membership is, if you click the join button below, you'll get a little explanation. Essentially, you get your name in green when we do live streams. You get an extra video every week uh, on Wednesdays um and that's really about it. You get a crown beside your name um but mostly what it is is a way if you do want to thank me and you want to thank me in that way, it's a way to say thank you. To become a member for a month, maybe two. Some of you are long-term members and I appreciate that but it all goes towards helping me have the right equipment I need in order to make these videos. So, I very much appreciate it. Thank you to all of my members. So, liar, liar, pants on fire. You can see I have a kid here with his tongue out and his finger on his nose. When children play together, sometimes they lie. Children are humans. Humans lie sometimes but when a child catches another child lying, when I was a kid, we used to yell this sometimes. Like, you're a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire and I don't know where the phrase came from but uh Definitely, it's something when I was a kid, kids said. I didn't actually check if it's still a common phrase with children but it certainly was many, many years ago when I was Bobby the Canadian. Not Bob the Canadian. I was little Bobby the Canadian. Sometimes people lie straight to your face. So, you could say, ah, he lied straight to my face or she lied straight to my face. This is when someone tells you a lie and you know they're lying but they just tell you a lie while they're just having a conversation with you. It can be very, very frustrating. If I see one of my children do something and then I ask them about it later and they say, no, I didn't do that. We would say that they are lying straight to my face. Um it's a very awkward situation for anyone on the planet, not just English speakers. When a child or a parent or a friend or a colleague lies straight to your face. It can be very, very awkward. It's not a nice feeling. You could also say that they are lying through their teeth. Um this is a little different than lying straight to your face. When someone lies through their teeth, uh it basically means you again, you know they're lying. You're aware that they're lying but it's usually more accusatory. Like, I think he's lying through his teeth. So, maybe you don't know they're lying but you think they're lying. So, you would say, ah, that guy, he's just, he's always, he just lies through his teeth. Whenever he's talking, there's just lies coming out of his mouth. He's just lying through his teeth. Sometimes people will stretch the truth. So, when you stretch the truth, it means part of what you're saying is true but you've exaggerated it a bit. Maybe you went fishing. This is the classic example. You went fishing and you caught a fish that was this big. And when and you throw it back in the lake. When you get home, you say you caught a fish that was this big. So, you did catch a fish. That is true but the fish wasn't this big. It was only this big. So, what you did is you stretched the truth. So, when you stretch the truth, it means 
you kind of tell something that's it's like a half truth, right? Uh, similar to the earlier phrase. It's a little bit true but it's a little bit a lie. We also say things like this. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I don't trust that guy as far as I can throw him. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. So, we don't actually like pick people up and throw them but it's just a way of saying that you don't trust someone in a kind of a fun way, right? You know, my son's friend is not very trustworthy. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. And so, it's just a way of saying that you don't trust someone. Sometimes, you're lying to yourself. So, this happens like let's say you usually exercise every day and you say to yourself, you know what? I can take three or four days off. That's not a problem. You might be lying to yourself. Maybe you use social media too much but you're like, you know, it's good though. It keeps me connected with my friends. We would maybe say you're lying to yourself or what's another example? If you think, oh, I can eat two ice cream. Uh, I can have two ice cream cones instead of one uh, because I'll I'll walk a, a bit longer tomorrow. You might be lying to yourself, okay? So, we use this phrase a lot. When you do something, when you deceive yourself, we say that you're lying to yourself. And then we have a phrase, I'm not gonna lie. So, this phrase I think is most often used when you do something you didn't wanna do because you didn't think you would like it but you end up enjoying it. So, the best example would be this for me. I don't want to go skydiving. I have no desire to jump out of a plane with a parachute but if I did it and if I enjoyed it, when I landed, I would pl- and someone and if if someone said, how was it? I would probably say this. I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of fun. Maybe someone makes a cake and it's a kind of cake I don't really like and they're like, just try a piece and it's like, okay, I'll try a piece and I take a bite and if I'm surprised by how good it is, I might say, you know, I'm not gonna lie. This is really delicious. So, it's kind of a unique usage. That's how I use the phrase. It's when you're surprised at how fun something is or how good something is because you didn't think it would be. So, you would say, I'm not gonna lie. This is very tasty cake. I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of fun jumping out of a plane with a parachute. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I never expected my YouTube channel to be successful. I'm not gonna lie. I I was shocked when people started watching my videos. Um so thanks by the way for helping me uh be successful at this. That's the end of the slide part of the lesson. I'm gonna answer questions until all of the questions are done. So, give me a moment. I think I have three left and then we will wrap this up. Let's see here. Um Natalia says, hello, Bob. How I could describe if I don't lie but just don't say everything? Oh, yes. So, you can have what's called a lie of omission. I should have added a slide for that. A lie of omission is when you don't lie because you just don't say something. So, it's if you describe a car accident and you kind of leave out a few things. There's a few things you just don't tell the police. We would call that a lie of omission. So, good. That's a good one, Natalia. So, when you don't say something, it's not really lying but it's kind of like lying if it's important information. Okay. Says, hi, teacher Bob. There are two idioms. Let the cat out of the bag versus spill the beans. Do you have the same mean? Do they have the same meaning? Yes. 
So, you don't want to let the cat out of the bag. If my brother and I were planning a surprise party for my mum and if my mum was watching this live lesson, you would say I let the cat out of the bag. She knows there's gonna be a party. You could say I spilled the beans. (laughs) Although, spill the beans is more like you intentionally told someone something that was a secret whereas let the cat out of the bag can be accidental. Like, oh, I accidentally let the cat out of the bags. So, bag. I almost said bags. I accidentally let the cat out of the bag or you can intentionally spill the beans. I think there's a slight difference there. I think um you can intentionally let the cat out of the bag or accidentally let the cat out of the bag. Hopefully, you understand what I'm saying but when you spill the beans, it's usually something you decide to do. You decide to say something that is a secret. Um Gala says, a wishy-washy person has the same meaning with a moody person. Maybe but it's more someone who just can't decide or keeps changing their mind. That's my definition. Like, should we have a campfire tonight? I don't know. It's a little bit windy. Okay, let's do it. No, it might rain now. Let's not do it. Oh, but my sister's coming over. Let's do it. Like, I'm being really wishy-washy because I'm not actually deciding. Uh let's see here. We're done. We're done early. There's only eight minutes. There's eight minutes to go and we're done. That's awesome. By the way, I did have a few fewer slides this time. So, it doesn't surprise me that we're done early. Uh but let me talk about a few things before we wrap this up. Number one, there will be a live outdoor lesson tomorrow if it doesn't rain. If it does rain, it will be indoors but I think the weather forecast looks good. So, tomorrow there will be a live uh question and answer English lesson. Number two, if you are a viewer of my short English lessons on my second channel. Um I have to put that video up yet today. This has been a weird week for Bob the Canadian. Usually, I'm like a machine. Um I usually have my videos. They they I make them. I edit them. I upload them. They're done and this week, I have been yeah, a little off kilter. A little out of character. So, anyways, video on my second channel coming probably in about an hour or two. You might have to watch it tomorrow depending on your time zone. Number three, this video will have English subtitles uh automatically generated in a few days in a few hours but it will also have a shorter version with better subtitles uh that will come out in a couple of days. So, come back and watch that if you need to. I do wanna say thanks to Todd for uh being a one-man show this morning. Uh Dave and Todd have summer jobs. So, you're gonna see a little bit of uh one in, one out, both here, one not here. You'll see some new faces moderating over the next little while too. Uh but thanks to Dave, uh sorry, to Todd for being here. Um and then I think you'll see Dave and Todd tomorrow. They're both available tomorrow. So, uh thanks to Brent from American English with this guy for hanging out. Thanks to Rod from uh Rod, the Brazilian English teacher for hanging out. Always good to have a couple uh extra English teachers around and I think that's it. I think I'm getting a bit long-winded. Thanks for watching. Uh maybe I'll say bye to a few people that I see in the chat. Bye to Wanda and Maria C and Lolly Lolly and Norma and Mode Eggs and American English with this guy and Lolly Lolly and I start to say names twice. Eva Lax is there. I see you. Hello, Eva. Ario is there. I know Judith was here earlier. She might still be here. Go Gorav is here. Hi, Gorav. Always leaving comments uh on my second channel. Good to see you. Hamodi is here. Let me scroll back a bit more. I think I said mode eggs but I'll say mode eggs again. Maria C, Samuel Chen. Am I just repeating myself now? Probably. Sorry if I didn't say your name but thank you so much. Uh bye Mohammed and Key Park um and Norma. Bye everybody. I'm gonna click the button and stop talking now. I will see you tomorrow on the next live lesson. 
See you Tuesday with a new video. This is my technically yesterday was my very first day of summer vacation. This is my second day. I have a day full of stuff to do. Um I don't relax very easily. I should do that sometime. I should just sleep for a whole day for fun when I'm on vacation but that's probably not gonna happen. Bye. Have a good day. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.